uh, they're all really funny. Um, I thought it was going to be about like the show, and it is for like a little bit, but I mean, they do say at the very beginning, like this podcast has no content involved, so it's hmm. kind of right there for you. They're just like us. Yeah, exactly. Us and the Always Sunny podcast are basically one and the same. We just need we to provide one- very little info. We just need a one eight hundred number. Let some people call in. <laughs> Hi, it's gonna be the same guy. It's gonna be. It's gonna just be one guy. He's like, you guys fucking suck at this. Or one German listener finally ends up calling in. <laughs> That'd be great, actually. I'd love that. I'd love to take a call. NAFTA podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Uh, the NAFTA podcast is back. NAFTA 25. Shout out to, to Jay Wood for the intro again. Probably do that every time, I guess. Um, after a, I think, a much needed break. You know, everyone has a halftime. Everyone has a, a midseason. We're, we're just in line with the NBA. It was our, 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 our all star break. I can speak again, uh, but we're back. We got the full squad, um, and gonna s- change up the format a little bit on this one. Try to get it a little bit more neat and tidy, uh, having segments with a timer on it, and see how that goes. Um, the good thing about this is it's not like we have thousands of fans. Where if we do something different, they're gonna be really pissed about it. So you know, you can only go up from there. I feel like, right? We could lose all of them, all twenty of them, right <laughs> 20. now. That would don't really leave. Suck. Please, please don't leave. That'd be tough. Yeah. Something else that really sucks is Wes McKinney fractured his foot today uh, in the Champions League. What? <laughs> <laughs> what a reaction! Damn, Dylan, you didn't know that? No, I wasn't on my phone before this. Like, that, that's oh, terrible. Yeah. The, the king of U.S. soccer did not know that prior to this podcast. Yeah. Well, I, our, our, I wasn't there in the doctor's office with him. I, I watched it when it happened. I was very heartbroken. Our, our U.S. men's national team beat reporter just not on top of this one. Yeah. Um, this sucks. This is not good. Not good, Bob. Not great. For, for the national team. Who? Not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. Hey, Pulisic scored. That is good for the team. Yeah. So, you know, the good with the bad, take them both, I guess. Silver lining. Yeah. Serginio <laughs> Desk got really. a compliment. You know, keep on keep the wins coming. Pretty sure Reina got injured. Is he even playing? Too. Yeah, Reina got injured like again. seriously again. Yeah, so, so we're kind of fucked. Um, <laughs> Wait, are those games important coming up? That's why you don't lose in Canada. <laughs> oh, so true. That's 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 a that's tough. Um, I also, while I was watching the Juve game today, it 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 doesn't feel good to have. An American at Juve, an American at Barcelona, um, arguably during like the two times those both those teams are like at their worst in in a while, right? Like, kind of yeah, sucks. dude, uh, that was the most boring game I've ever watched. Villarreal, Juventus. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Villarreal was at least trying. I think Juventus, Juventus was trying. It just wasn't going well. 
Oh, they were terrible. If they were trying, that was a bad effort. Bad effort, Bob. Yeah. I yeah, honestly, I... I honestly watched that game because I figured the Chelsea Leo game was going to be boring. Yeah, that game was. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think uh, I think Leo played pretty decent, but again, well, I mean, I have I have my well, own Chelsea take, I guess. All right, perfect. Let's get started. New format. We're really pumped about it. Uh, the relegation battle is heating up. And three of the teams in the bottom spots picked up points. The first one to do so was West Ham versus Newcastle. Newcastle with a tie, 1-1. West Ham had a Craig Dawson goal in the 32nd. Uh, and Joseph Willock tied it up for Newcastle right before half. Ends 1-1. Newcastle with the point. Guys, how's the, the, the relegation battle's just in fuego. Just confirming yeah. Dylan's beliefs again. Which is that you're going to need more than 24 points to get out? No, that West Ham can't play against anyone that's not in the top six. Perfect. We're not going to be in the top six when we play them. Love that for us. <laughs> <laughs> they they are... Uh, I just think they constantly play, play to whatever the competition is. So, I mean, they're going to just... They're like almost weirdly Brighton, except they don't have as as many draws, but they play just like to the exact competition level of everybody else. Newcastle kind of pummeled them this game a little bit, um, but I mean a point for Newcastle is like invaluable at this point. Agreed. I also thought it was a game where Newcastle was gonna have some regression, especially with Trippier out, and then they actually didn't, which was you know obviously good for them. But I don't know. This is the this is the most I think like no shit comment, but boy is West Ham lucky that they started off the season as hot as they did. Dude, yeah, where's Mikel Antonio been ever since that rocket for Jamaica against the United States? He's been he has not scored in. He scored on New Year's Day, and that's it. He hasn't scored since. Since he's been useless. Yeah, um, my my man is tired. Yeah, that whole I, I team. Think- that whole team is tired. I think West Ham's really tired. The The last point I wanted to bring up and just ask is, Michael, you'd mentioned Gamaris being such a big signing. They're getting these points, and he's played a total of four minutes. Yeah, like, that's that's good. Yeah, it, it, it's insane that Newcastle is able to... Bigger I mean, bigger signing right now, Dan Byrne. Yeah. Solid- <laughs> so seriously, I'm not even kidding. Solidifying the back line. Murdering yeah. people on the sidelines with his with his slide <laughs> tackles would be absolutely it's fucking awesome. He's a new he's a Newcastle guy. Um with that tie, Newcastle on twenty two points in seventeenth, tied on points in sixteenth with Everton. Um, but they weren't the only relegation side to pick up points on the weekend. Aston Villa hosting Watford. And our, our good friend, our, our good buddy, Roy Hodgson, picks up three points for Watford, a 1-0 win against Aston Villa. They get the point or they get the goal from Emmanuel Dennis in the 78th minute. Is Watford maybe gonna get out? Watford's lucky. I don't get Watford. They're my new Southampton. I I like all of a sudden decided like, hey, 
and I think it's because of what happened against United, they can score goals whenever they want, but they just end up falling short. And then I start watching them, and they don't score anything. And then all of a sudden, they just start scoring goals again. However, I do have a fun fact for everyone. Mm. Did you... Do you... I guess while watching, you know, the multiple Watford games you guys watch, do you know who Ismaili Sarr is? Yes. Yeah. Do you know that for all of five Watford's wins this season, it's only come when he's been in the starting lineup? So if you really want some indication on how they're going to play, Just if he's in, they're at least getting a point. <laughs> they're at least uh, getting a win as opposed to the next elevated thing they can get. I'm two for two on no shit comments today. <laughs> That's what you bet. You bet Watford if Ismaili Sar is playing. Um, honestly, I don't even think I'll be the I'll be the one to say it. I don't even think Watford's performance in this is anything to talk about. I think Aston Villa twenty shots on twenty shots on target, one on goal. They have everything from like midfield to the eighteen working, and then once they get into that final push, they cannot get a shot on goal. Yeah, not, uh, not not good that Danny Ings had a six point one in this game, essentially. Yeah, he also tried like straight up tried to fall over in the box and they were just like, What the fuck are you doing, man? Like get the hell up. Um I think I, I honestly still think if they can figure out that the final third, they'll be fine. Uh and like the goals will start coming, obviously, because they have a ton of talent. I'm just worried now at this point they're still sitting in thirteenth. It might come a little bit too late for them to actually make a push, you know, to get up the table. I was going to say, I was looking at the same thing. You know, you look at 20 shots, 10 corners, that's 30 chances created and one on frame and 60% possession. You got to be able to put the ball on frame back in the net. Yeah. Simple as that. I mean, you you made the chances you said you just can't, you can't lead that, that conversion or on target percentage has got to get better. It's like Aston Villa got the Midland yips, just went from one of the teams to the other. (laughs) Know how to make chances, can't finish. Uh, a third team in the relegation zone with maybe the most impressive victory of all. Brighton and Hove Albion are our, our tie leaders hosting Burnley, and Burnley just beat the absolute breaks off of uh, the Seagulls, winning 3-0. I don't even want to attempt to say the first goal scorer's name for Burnley, but I will. I know it's the, it's the tall guy that they got. But the, the Wout Weghorst. Um, Wout Weghorst. Wout Weghorst. From Wout In the 21st. Uh, Josh Brownhill in the 40th. Uh, and then Aaron Lennon again in the 69th. Um, huge three points for Burnley. Only the second win of the season for them. Uh, and now only five points behind Everton in 16th and Newcastle in 17th. Can't remember who said it in the group chat best. Said it, but it was it was uh, is Everton will not drop into the relegation zone, but the relegation zone is coming to them, and this yeah. is more and more evidence of that happening. These last yeah. three games, the the only thing is, I will say about that situation. I mean, first of all, Burnley three goals in a game, it happens like three times in an entire season. You know, like I guess congratulations, whatever. Short well, month, short um, month to fit, fit the quota in. Bur- yeah. Burnley's three goals, fifteen percent of all the goals they've had all year. <laughs> <laughs> that's ins- that's honestly insane. Um, the thing is, it- it's kind of like what we said about the the title push. Whoever drops points next, you know, 
it, depending on who it is, it's it's kind of on. If Newcastle and Everton find wins before any of those other three teams and the gap becomes seven, then it's getting, even with the games in hand that Burnley have, it's getting a little dicey for those those other teams. I mean, if you get to 25 and then the next is 18, it's looking a little tough. But, you know, who knows? Not me. Yeah. Um, it, it A crazy weekend for the relegation zone. Let's leave it with this. What's the bottom going to look like at the end of the year? Nick, let's go to you first. Well, I just wanted to just quick comp- shout out Dylan's favorite German striker and everyone else's favorite Dutch striker. Food <laughs> Vakers, height and weight, since we had to throw oh, it out there. He is... He is six six and one sixty five. He's probably I'm, more than that. I think, he's, I'm going, I think he's six seven, one seventy four point three two. I'm gonna go. I, I for some reason six eight was in my mind, which I know is incorrect. But I'm gonna go six eight, and I'm gonna go buck eighty. Six six one eighty three. Damn, he's big as fuck. He's so big for, for <laughs> soccer. For soccer. Also, also, I'll cheat. I'll, I'll say I cheated because I knew he was six yeah. six. So he runs like he's six ten with those high, those knees going up and everything. Oof. He's a he's an absolute monster. He's seen it's remember awesome. the Titans. Good for him. Um, so John, John, to answer I, your yeah. question, uh, and then I'll wait, let wait, Nick wait, go. wait, wait, wait. Odd sidebar before we get into that. This is going to be one of those John stories that we're going to be better off if I never told it. But I was playing uh, Sunday League um, like two months ago, and this humongous human just showed up on the other team. Had to have been 6'7", and maybe 180, 150 pounds, like soaking wet. And we were joking on the side. We were like, oh, dude, we're screwed. This guy's going to just be sitting in the middle, like in the box. They're going to play it up, headers. We should have known by how he ran that this was not to be the case. He did not look like a very coordinated human being. Um, ten minutes into the game, his femur snapped. Oh, uh, and and we had to take him <laughs> take him to the hospital. So this is an awful um, story. The, did you Bro- did you hear it snap? The Brooklyn Voot Veghorst. Yeah. Oh. Really? Because I a kid at in high school. He was. It was raining outside, and we were like running. Or I don't know. He was running to like the track or whatever because they had like PE. Or he was running mm. from the track because it was raining, and he slipped in the the parking lot of the high school, and his femur cracked. Oh, and it was mm. li- it was quite literally like lightning striking. It was so loud. Oh, it was might have insane. Been like- a hairliner, maybe that's not going to be as loud. Obviously, right? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think it. I don't think it's like always loud, but that whoever's that kid was, I can't remember what his name was, but it was literally like a thun, like a thunderclap. That's that's not not good. Um, yeah, it didn't right. sound like lightning. It sounded like thunder. I know. Sorry. It's all good. Nick, bottom bottom relegation zone. How are we having these guys finish out? Norwich, Watford. I'm going to go on a limb here and say there's going to be a massive drop. Newcastle does not make it out. Burnley pulls out the great escape. Oh, the cockroaches. I thought Newcastle was going to be the great escape because they spent all the money. (laughs) 
the great the greater escape. Oh, okay. I was say Burnley getting out is a bigger escape for the fact that they didn't. I spend don't. Anything. I completely disagree. If they pull four points out of their two games at hand, which apparently they're capable of, they're only a point behind Newcastle. It's crazy too that what was it? It's two doable. Weeks, or last week wasn't that last week? Norwich was out of the relegation zone too. Yeah. 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 I mean, when you're for, giving when you're like giving up fifty three goals, I'm gonna throw this out there. It's only scoring fifteen. You're not going. You're 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 where you should be. Yeah, we're having fun. This is fun. <laughs> we're having fun. I think Burnley goes down, but I want Newcastle to go down. I want Burnley to stay. Yeah. Um, Michael, who you got? Um, do it. Norwich bottom, nineteenth Watford, eighteenth Burnley. Let the hate out of your heart. Oh. I will. Yeah. <laughs> ac- I will actually. I'll go as far to say this though, which might be a little bit of a shocker. Brentford crazy close to getting relegated i was gonna bring that up and say our, our beloved bees are kind of th- getting close i think everton and brentford are pretty are gonna be like 16 17 at the end i think newcastle is up in 15 leads is 14 i can't Damn. believe you didn't do D- it dylan no they're not gonna go down <laughs> <laughs> um i think i'll be mm. all right what? i've decided I'm picking my new Crystal Palace this year, so you're welcome <laughs> to this fan base now that we're, we're having this conversation. Unfortunately, I'm doing this for you because it's worked with the Wolves. Norwich, you're going to come in last place. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I think Watford, and then because they're Jekyll and Hyde and I can't trust them, and I think they're more Hyde in this situation, Leeds falls all the way down. And gets the boot. Damn. Um, I. I mean, they're right there with Everton, some, so we're gonna have the same yeah. conversation. I wanted to have someone pull Leeds down because how you were talking about Brentford, I think all of us thought the same thing about Leeds too. Uh, I think we're gonna be looking at a Watford bottom. Uh, I think that we'll have a. Norwich at 19, and I'm with Nick. I think Burnley gets out somehow. Um, and I I actually think that Everton is at 18th. I'll, I'll pick them. It is Everton or Leeds for me. Wow. So I'll tell you what. If I have to watch another season of Burnley in the Premier League, I'm not doing this podcast anymore. <laughs> I'm Michael, so serious. If, if Burnley survives... I will buy you a brand new Burnley kit from next year's Premier League t- season, just for you. All I right, think we all have fine. Burnley stuff then, except the only guy yeah. that actually likes them. I don't have Burnley stuff. You guys got me Sheffield United because of uh, fucking what's his name. <laughs> if wow. they, if they, yeah. if he's not even, he was, he, I don't think he's even there anymore, is he? No, he's certainly not. He's certainly yeah. not. He's at uh, I think he's at uh, which call it? Uh, Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. All right, I'm going on record, Burnley. Stays up. I will buy Michael the kit of his choice with the Premier League badge on it next year for Burnley, and he must wear it first pod. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want the most outrageous gambling kit. No, 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 no. Not first pod. We're going out to the bar, and he's saying that he's better. a huge like Burnley fan as opposed to huge. how he bleeds for Liverpool. Huge Burnley guy. Um, all right. I like that. The relegation squabble uh, heating up. Teams may be falling down. 
There were, however, five games on the weekend that we pretty much all predicted correctly. We're going to run through them pretty quickly. The first of which being Arsenal-Brentford. Arsenal 2, Brentford 1. The Emil Smith-Rowe first goal in the 48th minute. Bukaya Saka follows it up in the 79th. And then Brentford gets one back uh, by Christian Norgaard. I mean... Hate on hate on Arsenal all we all we want all you all want but this is a game they're supposed to win and they did so that's how I feel about it they just got to keep doing that good for Arsenal claps all around nothing bad to say Brentford the worst team in the league right now um I agree three three games in hand too for Arsenal sitting on forty two points and six I think Arsenal has a real uh, sneaky top four even though um, I'm happy that they got this win out of their way so they can there's get heartbreak n- later this week. There's nothing sneaky about it. All they have left is United and Liverpool. And outside of that, they should be favorites to win. They should be favorites to win out. If they don't, honestly, they, if they don't make top four, Epic failure. Uh oh. What do you think? Uh-oh. What if Man United? Was I'm serious. No, I'm serious. I, I know. That's like I the pot this. call in the kettle I know, black. No, I know no, this. No, this backwards no. ass psychology. No, no, no. We know what like, you're I'm doing. I do this Facebook every week. Right yeah. I'm this serious. is this is the back. This, this is the backbone of the Tucker family. I think this is how you guys go about your lives. Yeah, but like, what? No offense. <laughs> One person, not gonna name names is a part of a smaller club that's allowed to do this to hope for the best. The other one <laughs> is literally, oh, we're, you know, big, bad, we run this land type of club, even though they haven't done anything in about 15 years. But still, you can't, you can't do this. No. Hey, Dylan, Dylan, get a new joke. <laughs> All right. I'm with, I'm with a new on one every one. single podcast. I'm with quite literally on this. <laughs> quite literally. No, I mean, seriously, like if you think, if you look at, the, and I will be very brief with this, but if you look at their whole schedule going out with Liverpool, United, they have to make up the Chelsea game. Every other game should be should be a win is a winnable game. They should go on and win out, and they do that. They're, that's yeah, but some teams draw against Burnley. Yeah, but some teams lose to Watford. I'm just saying. Yeah, some it's it's some the teams path lose for the Tottenham. Is very, <laughs> a very very easy path for them to finish top four. I will say this: preseason, some pundits picked United to win the league. No one picked Arsenal to win the league. So I think if you're yeah. trying to de- if you're trying to deflect uh, some some criticism to Arsenal, I don't think it's I don't think it's welcome here. And I'm I'm on your side. No, I'm Remember a pra- I'm a pragmatic, realistic guy. I, I'm just realizing my fate <laughs> three months in advance, so I can't get my hopes up. Um. Another another London team in the that is actually in the top three. Chelsea traveled to Crystal Palace, got a one 0 win. Uh, Hakim Ziyech had a goal ruled out in the seventy fifth, but followed it up in the eighty ninth for the one 0 win for the Blues. Um, someone mentioned it earlier that Palace is not playing well against bad teams. It looks like they're not playing that great against good teams either. Uh, this, this season's crazy because we were really high on them and Vieira at one point, and they only have five wins, which is nuts. They don't play well at, away from home. Yeah. Except well, for when at, they go to the they're Etihad. At, <laughs> they're, at home at Sel- they're at Selhurst Park here, so. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I say weird. I did not know what this game was played. I just did that as a shot in the um, dark. <laughs> they beat so it's it's funny because they do have like one of the worst records against uh like lower teams like teams not considered the top six. Uh, they got the three against you guys, John. They got I don't think Wolves. When they say the top six, I don't think they're counting Wolves, but they did beat Wolves two nil. Um, they got some draws. They drew Arsenal. Uh, they've had some like good results, but yeah, they're other when they play like bad teams, they're just not very good for some reason. I don't know why. Longer tenure at Chelsea. Thomas Tuchel, Romelu Lukaku. Uh, Tuchel. Yeah, you think not. Rom leaves England? No. I let me t- let me put it this way: he's I dropping off. From, he's needs, not a top tier striker. Needs to. Listen, I hope he plays Sunday. He has to. If he it, doesn't play Sunday, after not starting I ho- today, I hope he does. You might. I hope, you might as I hope well we send get him, him on a plane wherever he's going next, because he he's no way you lose. Inter doesn't want him either. The player. They could. They could use. He's bad. I know. Jackson, sorry, the but, fan base doesn't want him. Yeah. Um. Uh. I. I saw. I mean, this is the talking point of all talking points of anybody talking about football at the time. Seven touches. In the game, one was a clearance and one was the kickoff. So five is, and he played the entire ninety minutes. Is, I mean, it's on your team too for not getting you involved. But dude, what were you like? What were you doing? This is the biggest two. ricochet they had shot 68, ever. Almost sixty percent of the ball. How did they not get? Him yeah, I, I thought those were I, John's uh, stats at his Sunday league. <laughs> well, I actually I, I get more touches than that. I'm in the midfield because <laughs> some because somebody had said I was watching something where. They were talking about, I think it was Swindon Town, who played City, right? And they, they actually scored a goal, so I guess this kind of goes without saying. But the striker for Swindon had more touches of the ball with, what was the, a 23% possession for Swindon Town against Manchester City than Lukaku did in a game that had 60% possession against Crystal Palace. I mean, it's, they're, they're just, I mean, we're completely vindicated. Whoever said at the beginning of the year that... Lukaku was going to be dog shit. Vindicated. Just saying. Um, one last point on this. If Conor Gallagher does not play for Palace, they cannot win. Uh, oh, 100%. Did, that, that, not, did not play and, and was not in the not is in he, the sub. Is he not allowed to play? Yeah, he was on loan. Correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Liverpool 3, Norwich 1. The uh, Canaries put up an early fight, getting the first goal of the game in the 48th minute by Milo Rasica. Rasica? How do you not say his name, Michael? Uh, Rasica. Rasica. Um, American Josh Sargent with the assist there. Burhalter, please bring him to the next window. Uh, but that was short-lived. Sadio Mane in the 64th, Mo Salah in the 67th, and Luis Diaz as I have a lot more Portuguese people on my TikTok than I ever realized, and that's, I guess, how you pronounce his name, instead of Luis Diaz, uh, in the 81st. Liverpool with an easy dub. Um, I think if you look at the game, I think it's one of those things where, obviously, going down 1-0 sucks. Granted, it was like an incredible deflection, but you still gave up a goal. Um, coming back in the fashion that they did, like, in the half to win 3-1 is way better than going up 3-0 and then giving up, like, a late goal and then being like, man, we fucking, like, lost the clean sheet. I think I like the the resilience more. 
But good game overall. I'm just mad. It's the first time in about a month I didn't bet Liverpool. I didn't parlay Liverpool to win Salah and Mane to score an over 2.5 goals for the first time in a month. <laughs> and yeah, it's sorry. It finally first worked. Time it hit. <laughs> hey, if you would threw an Allison Becker assist too, you would have probably got a fuckload. Yeah. I mean, they did what they're supposed uh, to do. A champ, that's a, that's a, that is a hot champ as a champion's win right there. You know, you're down, down luck, second half. All right, let's get together. Let's go out and dominate the way we should. Job done, move on. Quite literally. It's about six-point swing. It's about pressure Holy the rest shit. of the way. Who ha- who handles pressure better? That's, Actually, what it's, that's what it's about. Should we be disappointed that they only had three goals on 29 shots? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the first half, I, I think I put in the chat, the first half, it was essentially like there was a invisible wall in front of Norwich's goal. I mean, I think two balls were cleared off the line. Uh, like we just could not put it in the net, and then and then when they scored, I was like, oh my god, we're gonna f- <laughs> fucking lose to Norwich. I can't believe this. And then I think we were just like, all right, fuck this. Like we're gonna we're gonna just take the game by the balls, um, which I liked. I didn't like going down, but I think at the end of the day, I think it's a, a better show of character than anything else. Yeah, uh, I agree with Michael. It's it's pressure throughout the rest of the season. Who's gonna deal with it best and. Um, we can address that when we talk about the City game. Southampton 2, Everton nil. Everton continue to be pretty in and out piss poor. But uh, Southampton get the goal from Stuart Armstrong in the 52nd. Uh, and then Shane Long in the 84th. The fighting Hassan Hoodles uh, get another three points here. And now are sitting in 10th on 32 points. In my best, um, not another teen movie voice, Southampton's hot? (laughs) Dude, Southampton are very hot. Incredibly so. It's insane. Like, they only have lost seven games. Yeah. That's nuts. Do you want to put your They have one less tie. They have one less tie than Brighton. Do you want to put your tinfoil hat on real quick? Let's do it. Um, Hank sent me this that apparently between the 60th and 70th minute, if you're watching a Southampton game, <laughs> uh, it's happened in 14 of their last 24 games or matches that a player will get injured and go down, and then the other players will get refreshment. And apparently, in that refreshment, is they're taking some type of gummy or something that gives them like an extra carbohydrates and all that. So they only use it on games that they're playing close or it's within reach to give them the extra energy and burst. Wait, for the last 20 they, minutes to which takes off like the match. six to eight minutes for it to kick in. So they take it real quick, and by the time the guy's up, it's it's on go. the internet. Like I said, it's a tinfoil thing, but just just throwing that out there. Is is this a legit Space Jam's Michael's secret stuff? scenario for southampton it's a good it's a good betting right after it or something too isn't there something with gold yeah it's a good betting tip if if southampton's in a tie game or down by one expect it to be a tie or for them to pull it out all right real quick before anybody else gets on this i need to say this so that it goes out onto the inter onto the web onto the line yeah is this hydrate gate yes Gummy gate? <laughs> gummy gate. Which one are we going? Which one are we going with? I like gummy gate better. Yeah, it's kind of hard to put. Yeah, Hydrogate, Hydrogate, gummy gate. All right. Injured Southampton gate. gummy gate. Ha- Hassan Hoodle gate. 
Hassan 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 this is, this is big. This is groundbreaking. Where, where, I'm, I'm blogging. I'm blogging just, about it. Just look into it. That's where does Hassan Hoodle hide it in those freaking pants, man? Those things are so damn. He puts tight. it in his fucking gloves. He always the dude is always wearing it's, gloves. He's he's cut. He he usually has that vest on or that coat on too. He like probably hides it in those like those tip pockets that all those coats have. He's ready. He's, he's ready to go bobsledding in the Winter Olympics with those freaking yeah. things on. My on a, remember my when he guy. cried? On a quick other note. <laughs> I remember when he cried. Uh, I do. It was against us. <laughs> What's up, Dylan? I was saying, on another note, um, I'm going to give this to Michael at the moment. <laughs> Frank Lampard is who he thought he was, I guess. Uh, I don't I don't know if you can say that right now. Um, oh, I, I said that in our group chat. I go, the reason I feel like Everton might go down to the championship is because they just hired a championship-level manager. Yeah. I, I think I think you could say that in the ho- in like as a prediction, and, and that's what you think. I don't think yeah. there's enough evidence right now. He he didn't do that bad of a job with Chelsea. Could, could in there, my opinion, could there be more of a devastating drop for a club that has never been relegated? And think about all the big name players and salaries they have, and they drop down, and they're all gonna want out, and you're gonna have to replace them with a bunch of nobodies. Good. Could I would do it. I would love that. If Everton goes down, a Sunderland could very much happen. You think so? Hank, I think actually, because the other teams think... are equipped. Teams that are in that bottom grouping are equipped to go up and down. Everton, all those players, they they are just going to want out. And who are you going to play? But but I think that they're a unique case where those players are going to want out, and some of those players are still going to be wanted. Like, like someone will get Richarlison. Like, someone will get DCL. And Everton has so much money. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. They, they're, they're actually probably better off, like, Phoenix clubbing themselves. When does their new stadium open? Because that'd be unfortunate be if that opens up and they actually went down. <laughs> <In> the <championship. laughs> yeah. If they go down, what they should do is they go down, Fulham goes up, they sign Mitrovic because we know he can't score for shit in the Premier League. Yeah. And he would lead again with 74 goals for Everton in the championship next year. I Nick, saw that Mitro has Mitro has more goals than five teams in the championship. Yeah, That's absurd. Um, Nick, I'm not. I promise you, I'm not saying this to make fun of United, but it was just a thing that John sent me. That was the amount of money teams spent, and then like essentially with the, how, how much money they spent, how many, how much money per point that it cost them. Oh, right. Yeah. So, I think like Liverpool was like uh, I don't know. Liverpool was like three hundred thousand. City was like seven hundred thousand around there, and then United was like one point five million. And then I have to imagine Everton is above that because they don't have they don't have a lot of points and they spend a fuckload of money. Twenty two. I mean, they have twenty two points. They spent a shit ton of money too. I think I think Richarlison was like a. Thirty million dollar deal. Yeah, I mean, it, I would, I would love to see how, like, the. I'm sure on that post they show like other teams too, maybe if you look it up. But yeah, Richardson uh, was fifty million because it's in his goal song. Yeah, yeah, fifty. Okay, no, so I, just I, I only know that because I sing it with Hank all the time. So I actually know just Richardson is. It makes it two million a point. He's yeah. Brazilian. He only cost fifty million. Yeah, that's literally how it goes. Um, he only costs fifty million. Uh, all right, the, the the timer aspect of this 
We're gonna get better at it. It's fine. A wild one. And Nick, you got to experience a wild one here. Manchester United and Leeds, the old rivalry renewed. Uh, Leeds to United for Harry Maguire on the score sheet in the 34th minute off the slab head. Uh, and then Bruno Fernandez gets another one in stoppage time of the first half, 2-0. Then, out of nowhere, Rodrigo and Rafinha, the one-name wonders for Leeds, tie it up in the 53rd and 54th minute. I honestly was looking at the scoreline right before this and was like, I'm not going to watch this. Then I looked again and it was tied. Crazy. Uh, and then Frederick with a goal in the 70th, going up 3-2, United. And Anthony Alanga scores the fourth one in the 88th. United with a good three points uh, against Leeds. At Leeds, too, which is a good sign as well. Um, three comments and one reaction. First, um, three truths the, and a lie. Let's yeah, do it. The, the, the post-game comments by Bruno Fernandez saying he ran over to celebrate with Harry Maguire, slapping him on the head, saying you finally scored with this big thing is one of the funniest things I've heard in a long time. Uh, two, uh, Scott McTominay is a man after my heart. With You look at his post after, and the way he played like an absolute savage, and his ankles ripped up and just murdering people was delightful. Um, <laughs> Scott McTominay is 6.2. Yeah, it, it's so fun. No, he, he almost no, injured he, five he, people he in that game. Just, how, yeah. he didn't, how he didn't get... A card until like the 85th minute is beyond me. He was just, he was trying to hurt somebody. People, people ask McTominay, how do you defend? He goes, bludgeon. That's it. Yeah. That's all he does. Third thing, Jaden Sancho has arrived. He is officially Absolutely. our best attacking player. Um, but the other thing, the one thing is, I was down in Charleston with my Manchester United friend, and halftime whistle blows, and he goes, watch this shit. It's definitely going to be tied in the next 10 minutes. And bang, bang. Oh, no. <laughs> and as his, his girlfriend with her Fred uh, coffee mug, she has, ironically, because she hates Fred, goes, yeah. I should throw this through the window. But the character, the resolve to come back, I mean, it's a rivalry game. That stuff's going to happen. We just got to figure out these first 10 minutes after halftime stuff. But it's just survival. At this point, it, I'm, it doesn't have to be pretty. Just get in the top four and got it done, and they got it done. I have zero expectations the rest of the year, considering Arsenal's schedule. And United's propensity to, to come in with draws. I'm just going to be a realistic man and just pray for the Conference League. Question, Nick. What do you think he <laughs> says to them at halftime? He to, probably like, speaks to them in German. That's like, exactly do, do you think happens. he literally is just like, hey, like, just let them get back into the game. Come on. He's definitely He's like, speaking yeah, to I'm... them in, in some, you know, Bavarian slang German or something like that that just doesn't, they don't understand. Or maybe he just says, given, I don't know. His halftime, his pregame speeches are great. His halftime speeches suck. The only thing I want to know is, much like Chelsea, when are you going to get rid of that dead weight up front? Dude, I already see he's leaving. Is he? Yeah, there's a lot of rumor mill going around that he's out. MLS? I don't give a fuck. Get him the hell out. (laughs) Get get Cristiano Ronaldo out of my club. (laughs) The only only other headline I saw... as a play, as as on the field, it, it stunts us. But everything I'm reading is that the only reason, the, like he's the guy keeping everybody together. Like his leadership has been outstanding, but he just I can't deal with the way he plays anymore. It's just it he clogs everything up. He really does. I, I John, sorry, did I, this is the last thing I'll say. I was gonna ask in the chat, 
Rafinha scored fifty in the fifty fourth minute. Cristiano Ronaldo yellow card in the fifty fourth minute. I wonder what happened. Did he kick somebody? Uh, Did he get I pissed? Didn't, I didn't see that. I don't know. I saw the card late too, and they never went back. <laughs> oh man. He probably yeah. He probably winked at someone the wrong way. It winked, like it was two thousand six World Cup all over again or something like that. God damn it. <laughs> oh, um, fuck. What a fuck. I know. Damn. I know. I know. I just. <sighs> Ronaldo, what a guy. All right. Two of the big games this week. The first one is not going to be fun to talk about for me. Uh, Man City 2, Tottenham 3. Uh, I'm not even going to bother pronouncing this dickhead's name for Tottenham, Dijan Kulisevsky. Uh, Kulisevsky? God, yeah, that's the guy. dude, listen to somebody talk about the players one time. And it's super easy. Dijan uh, anyway. Kulisevsky. 1-0 one, one Tottenham. 1-0 on Tottenham. Uh, yep. Uh, John didn't have phonics. Fun, fun fact. You can't afford didn't. that in Catholic school. <laughs> no, he well, when can't. when he moved, it he moved the grades, and at the schools, the the phonics was switched between the two grades, so he missed out both times. Quite, quite <laughs> literally, <laughs> a real story. Quite literally, thought I could at least get through what happened in the game before someone starts giving me shit, but, but couldn't couldn't get through the first goal. Anyway, one 0 Tottenham. Uh, good to one in the thirty third. Uh, ties it up. Harry Kane in the 59th uh, gets Tottenham the lead back. A Riyad Mahrez penalty in the second minute of stoppage time ties it up. And then City forgets how to defend three minutes later, and Harry Kane scores another one. 3 2 Tottenham. A typical, this is a typical Tottenham Man City <laughs> game. I don't even know why anyone's shocked. I'm not shocked. Um, so yeah, that's what happened. We uh, are now only up on Liverpool by three points, essentially, because we know Liverpool is going to win this game in hand. So, there you oh, fuck go. you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's go- it's going all the way around fuck today. You. <laughs> God damn it, um, dude. This was probably the best game of the year. Uh, I would I would say it was better than the Liverpool City game, just because there was a winner. What it didn't end in a draw. Yeah. Um, Harry Kane was incredible. Ha- Harry Kane, I saw someone's comment that they said Harry Kane's value went back up fifty million after this game. He wanted to prove yeah. that you should buy him again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, four. What was it? I think uh, Fabricio said four formal approaches and two offers from City to get Harry Kane, and they couldn't couldn't get him. And I maybe this was just that time where Harry Kane was like, "Please, next year, this is not going to last. Please yeah. come get me." I feel like that's yeah. some good irony, though. Like, what if obviously, like, who knows? But what if this is the turning point where you guys just end up collapsing, and it's because you couldn't actually buy Harry Kane? It's because I, Harry Kane pushed you that way. I, I don't. I personally, as somebody who would love to see City collapse, I just don't think that is possible. You're saying I think you're saying are, that to cover yourself, though. No, I I really don't. I don't think um they're going to. I think they're going to win the next three or four games for sure, hundred percent. What about? Um, but then that gets us to April 9th. What happens then? Um, I don't know. Probably a draw, to be honest. But uh, I mean, it was it was an incredible game. I mean, hundred percent. Uh, super fun to watch. Son and Kane, I think, are the most. They, they're the most uh, combinations for a goal now in Premier League history. Uh, Kulisevsky. It, it, that dude's incredible. good. That dude's good. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I actually heard somebody, which I don't understand, um, 
because I think I think VAR was used like super well in in this game, and in some games like in the Premier League, I just don't get it. Like yeah, they don't show you the line sometimes. Sometimes they do. They they do don't do a bunch of shit. And somebody was like the the third goal that got ruled offside or offsides for VAR. People were like that was a perfectly good goal. It shouldn't have been ruled out. And I was like, he was like a foot offside. Like what are you talking about? Just because it was a it looked like it was a good goal and you thought it was doesn't mean it was actually a goal. I hate this whining about the whole celebrating thing. Like, I guess it may be just because in the United States we've had, like, replay forever. That it's just, like, you're conditioned to wait for replay. And I don't know. It's just, it's just such a weird thing to me. Like, you know VAR exists. Like, don't go fucking losing your mind right when the goal goes in. How about you just wait a second to see if it's actually a goal and or, lose your mind. Or, like, go ahead and lose your mind. Am I supposed to expect that as a professional athlete, like... No, no, I'm not focus. talking about the athletes. I'm talking about the fans. Oh, I give a fuck about the fans. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't. I. God damn it. <laughs> what? Well, it was Spurs fans. I know, but I'm saying like I don't give a, like the fact that the the funniest shit ever. I wish I could have taken a picture of this and like posted it on our socials. I was watching the Wolves game, and uh, there was a. a a father and his son just in the stands, and Alexis saw them and like made an audible gasp. And I go, yep, those are my people. Those are the English, like, those are people from England. Like, this is a big belly dude, just, like, painted face type of shit. Anyway, that's a sidebar. I give a fuck about them, though. Like, you're going to, you're, you're going to celebrate. people award coming your way this year. No, I, but you're going to celebrate. Who cares? Yeah, you, you know damn the well. Yeah, you know damn well, like, the, the best feeling ever was the last Tottenham game that happened like this. I was in a bar, it was a Champions League game, and I celebrated every fucking goal, and two of them got called back. Did it suck? Yeah, but like, the the pain that it caused me, I think, made me a better person. Yeah, then you throw so. a flare on the field, no big deal. Exactly, absolutely. Did you, um, did you see what Antonio Conte said after the game? No. Oh, you, is it about the... Yeah, you're the only okay. one that saw it, so... Um, <clears throat> There's a sporting director in Italy that's my friend. His name is Pentaleo uh, Corvino. He said you can make a mistake and pick the wrong wife, but not the wrong striker or goalkeeper. For me, this is the best quote to understand football. What the fuck? <laughs> what is wrong with him? Conte is such a unique uh, human being. Um, not wrong, though, on the striker aspect. I... I mean, if I just look at our stats, I know we had we had 21 total shots, and we scored like it's 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 a story every time. We're always gonna out out shoot a team. We're always gonna out shots on goal a team, uh, and this is one of those games where I wish we had an all out striker. John but... just wishes that Man City was like Canada on strike. <laughs> yeah, probably. 100. Yeah. Anyway. My main point. Trudeau, that. I I'm sorry, I said this. I forget what I said in the chat. Like, this is fine. Are you I, I are you the when, meme of the dog that just says everything's fine and you're just <laughs> there's a fire going on around you? No, I I actually personally think that this is this is like Gonzaga going into the NCAA tournament where they've beaten everyone in their conference the whole year. Yeah, but they still and you're lost. Glad... 
Yeah, but that, that's a poor I example. Think that's a, that's <laughs> a bad one. <laughs> the other one's Butler. They haven't won either. <laughs> uh, but, like, I, I think the loss is actually going to do some good for us. And I I think we win. I think we win this the league still. I think that we win the Champions League, honestly. I just don't think... I don't think any of the teams left are as good as us there. And I think we actually have a chance to win the, the FA Cup still. Spoken like a true Arsenal fan. <laughs> that just happens to be a City fan. No. The, we had this conversation fun- last year too, though, where we were talking about you winning four cups and then all of a sudden the rug got swept or pulled from underneath you. So I hope that doesn't happen again. Yeah. Hey, we can win four. That's true. Cool. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, well, what do you want me to? What do you want me to do? You want me to just sit here and be like, "Oh my God, I'm so happy you have a chance to win four cups." <laughs> no, because you talked about it last year. Nobody, t- no, you talked about it last year, and everyone was like, gave you a legitimate like, "Oh, you know, it, it could probably happen." It's really fucking hard, and you're like, "Cool," like a toddler. Yeah. I mean, you know. Well, well, what's what's your fourth cup? What do you mean, FA Carabao, Champions yeah. League, Premier League? Damn, I thought for some reason I thought you were in that stupid FIFA <laughs> World Cup thing. Anyway, no, no Chelsea Cup. just won that. Yeah, they did. Yeah, um, the the thing is, it, it's it's kind of funny that that uh, April game that we have against you guys. If we both progress, which it looks like we are in the Champions League, mm-hmm. and we get drawn against each other, we actually play you three games in a row. Yeah, I don't. I that if that happens, we don't win. The Premier League? If that happens, we only win one of those trophies. I want that so bad. No, oh, really? That's that's a three year ago deja vu moment for me, and I don't need that life in my life. Well you I guys had the you guys had the Prem like locked up though. I don't want to see you guys in a two legged knockout round. I don't. I would rather if it's if we're gonna see you in the Champions League, I want it in the last game. That's how I feel. I don't want to play you two legs. To not put you down this path, do you want to talk about the best uh, defense in the league now? Then it's tied. definitely tied it's now. De- no, it's it's them, based on your logic and a logic that I don't unsubscribe to, Michael. But it's just you know I want I I want to try to make you say a nice thing about City any any chance I can, <laughs> but <laughs> but Wolves have the best the best defense in the league, and they get a big win against Barb Tucker's Leicester City. Uh, Wolves 2, Leicester 1. Ruben Nevis in the ninth. Then Adamola Lookman in the 41st ties it up for Leicester. But Daniel Podence, the little warrior, uh, gets another one in the 66th. And this was actually... This is why I wanted to keep this for the last, because I feel like this is a huge win for Wolves. Like, this is a game, the past two years at least, that Wolves does not win. Oh, 100%. We don't ever beat Leicester. Like, we always end up tying or they kick our ass. So, that felt great. We're um, we're at a point where we're fully healthy. And it could be, a, I'm hoping in a good way, it becomes a problem. Like, every, at this point, literally everyone's back. We can, we now have Johnny, who's been out for like two years, to help solidify the, the midfield. Um Pedro Neto is just trying to score open net goals when he should just be running out the clock, which I absolutely love from a goal differential standpoint. Um, I actually think 
we got better by subtraction with actually getting rid of Adama because, and I think it proved that we knew that Neto and Olam were coming back to be able to start kind of running shit. I, I think that Adama deal is actually the rare occasion where both teams are happy. Yeah. Because if not, we have too many people on our bench anyway. Um, the Adama thing is funny because... He learned how to pass. Well, like really it, well. It, it, <laughs> it's, really it's, well. It's so weird what? because, like, you you guys you guys didn't... I mean, I guess that people were hurt, so you did have to play him during that period of time. But, like, the time you got rid of him, people were coming back, and you didn't even really have to play him. Yeah. Uh, but it was almost like he was on the bench, and, like, as bad as he had been, you just look down there, and you're like, God, but he's so fucking fast and athletic and, like, well, offers potentially so much slippery. that you could not put him in sometimes real real quick though to just add to like what nick just said where he's like he passes well dylan and i were together this weekend and i started talking to him i was like i watched the barcelona game he actually like can pass like better now like he had a few crosses that are like where they need to go shaped the difference the difference is though that he gets to do it 17 times in a game and i remember like the four good ones Whereas he still blasts 13 of them, like, all over the fucking place. Like, they run yeah. that offense, and Barcelona, like, threw him now. Yeah. Like, it's insane. Well, it's also funny because the one the one I think we put in the chat where he crossed it in, and it was uh, Luke de Jong, I think, who headed it in. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It really wasn't even that good of a cross. Luke de Jong, like, reached his head back to head it in. Like, it wasn't, like, a perfect pinpoint cross or anything. It really is just... He does just put shit in there, like, en masse. Like, it's just, as many as you can, some of them are going to be good. A lot of them are going to be dog shit. Um, but, again, I think to, like, John's and every, pretty much everybody's point, top to bottom, the Premier League is better than every other league. So, like, when you get to play not as good teams uh, and you can get up for those those tougher games, it's a lot easier to be successful, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I, get, I would say they got a nice run ahead of them, too. Nine of the next nine of the next ten games, and that one game that we're referring to is City. I mean, with the with going in their City. last three games against Chelsea, Norwich, and Liverpool in May, they have a legitimate shot of being five. And if some crazy shit happens, they got a shot at being four. If we make Champions League, holy shit, well, that's gonna if, be the best. If Wolves, <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. Wolves don't finish. <laughs> if Wolves don't finish in the Europa League spots. At this point, at this point, I'm disappointed. Yes, I'll even take com- conference league or whatever. Like that's no, still good no, for us. No, no, yeah. Well, that's, I think we even finished I think you'll better finish... than seventh since being in the Premier League this stint up. So if we finish in seventh again and get in the conference league, that is still a win for us under I mean, a brand new coach who's still trying to get in people. And we brought no one in in the winter. That's a hundred percent still a win. You should, you should, you should get twenty four points out of the next third out of the next 30 available yeah Easy. i know we i know we should you can't but you you can't do that because you got to look at shit like how good they are away like we were just talking about they're way better away this be regression. than they are at home hey, hey stop stop being pragmatic and just let me get my brother's hopes up just so i can epically crush them my my hopes weeks. nick nick my hopes are up which is why <laughs> a little bit a little bit of taste of his own medicine his hopes have been up since the beginning of the year and it's just been nothing but getting crushed so you know <laughs> no, at this point like I'm at the point where, like, I want... Little brothers unite, Dylan. Yeah. Fuck him. But, like, <laughs> I, I, want to, I want to jump all the way into this and get hurt. 
But these next two games will determine if I really am fully going to get hurt or not. Because if we come out and end up beating Arsenal on Thursday and then by Sunday actually beat West Ham, I am, I'm ready to be hurt and I'm very excited for it. If not, I will turn a little cynical. But at the Don't. moment, I'm ready to rock. Wolves go into the last game of the season needing to win or in the places to finish in one of the Europe League, European, League, European leagues, and they lose. Are you more devastated for that or for the United States, Sons, Weston, McKinney, going into the last week needing to win, last round needing to win, it doesn't get it done? What's more devastating? U.S. Okay, just making sure. I would. I already here. <laughs> I would here's, 100% here's, here's, here's what, bail on my country. Here, here's what I already know. <laughs> here's what I know. What's gonna happen? Michael will get a Jonathan David jersey real quick. <laughs> Dude, you see what you see what he has on? It's the USSR shorts right there. <laughs> the reason why I know the Wolves, I think, are actually gonna end up doing something special this year, is for the fact that I put a little parlay in that wins me a substantial amount of cash. And the one thing that I know needs to bring it home is that I took West Ham to finish top of all the teams minus the big six. And I it will be extremely ironic when the Wolves are the ones who fuck that up. So that's how I know that the Wolves are actually <laughs> going to finish where they need to. Dylan, I, I have one serious thing to, to say, though, that kind of – I guess this is me being pragmatic and, you know, kind of rebutting Nick's whole point here uh, – you guys have the the last five games. You guys have the second best form in the league. Okay, twelve points out of fifteen. You only lost that one game against Arsenal. You guys have arguably went kind of under the radar with how good you've been. And we played like shit last against Leicester too. Right. You, yeah, a little bit. We did not play well. I, I think like watching you guys looked really good, and I think I even said like you guys look so good. And when I looked at the stats, I was like, oh man, they kind of got pummeled a little bit but that's wolf football I didn't, I didn't really notice do you think if you start to get into like the top six five around there that the pressure of being in that position will affect you guys at all no because the team's been the the majority of the team has been in this situation before when what do you mean three when? years ago when we finished we finished seventh back-to-back years and then we went into the yeah i'm talking i'm talking quarters about of europa in this top six. I understand that, but, like, most of the core was still, like, our whole defensive core outside of, like, Kilman, like, was still part of that team. Like, he hasn't been playing, but Saiz was there, Cody was there, Bali hasn't been playing, but he'll be back. Like, Kilman at this point has been a stud, so, like, I'm not worried about it. Plus, you have the Neves and and um, Matinho, who are part of those teams that, like, hold yeah. everything down in the center, like... We have a very, like, as much as we have a lot of young players, we have that veteran presence to keep cooler heads. I feel like you guys have no one in the middle. You either have, like, Jimenez is older for the sport. Like, I I think sometimes when you have that argument that it makes sense, Michael, but for them, like, Raul Jimenez has played in big games for Mexico. Like, Neves, I feel like, has played for Portugal before. Martinho knows exactly what to do. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, I think the I think that honestly, with the way if I was a Wolves fan, the way I would probably def, like rebuke that is, you're just the underdogs. You're always the underdogs. Like you're not even supposed to be there, so like you might as well fucking just go for it. We're with house money yeah. anyway. I agree. Yeah, with you on that. that's what that's what I would I would say. For but the, the most team part. doesn't think that the team thinks that they should be there. Like well, Bruno came. Bruno's been saying this and came in being like, 
I've made Champions League and won trophies before. Like, that's what I'm going to do with this team. So, like, yeah, that's I, the mentality he's bringing. I get that. I'm just saying, like, people's expectations of them, not their own expectations. Would yeah, that but, affect them? And that's why I would say it. I would just say, like, no one expects us to be here anyway. So, like, why do I care what if, you people if you, say? If you're on Wolf's Twitter, every single time that they, like, give quotes from the players, like, it's always Connor Cody or, like, Neves, and they're always just saying, we're going to take this one game at a time. We don't look ahead. Like, they literally just, that's all they yeah. ever say. There's nothing fun that comes out of it. So, like, I'm not it, worried about it. I think the locker you, rooms. You, you have the right locker. amount of, like, 12-year NBA pros on your team. Where it's like Con- they're gonna go Cody. do me do media and just like the locker room's good, everything's good, one game at a time. Like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um Connor, and you have John Connor Ru- Cody, Liverpool the, Liverpool land. That is yeah, the 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 legend, the FIFA legend John Ruddy on your team, one of my favorites. Um all right. Wrap up of the week. We tried to do that quicker and it still ended up being an hour. Um we are still figuring <laughs> things out. That's totally fine. Let's jump into our predictions for the week to come. If I can access this We got document. a buttload of them. Documentation. Um, oh, damn. Michael, you want to start us off here because I just realized that I didn't fill mine in. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so first off, oh, yeah. we have... <laughs> At 2.30 tomorrow, Watford hosting Crystal Palace. Um, I personally have Watford winning this. I I picked Palace. Didn't I? Yes, you did. <laughs> I, did I did pick Palace. I'm taking a tie. <laughs> Draw. Dylan's, Dylan says tie. Nick says tie. Um, next game, Burnley hosting Spurs. Uh, it would be pretty fucking terrible if Spurs beat City and then lose to Burnley. So I'm gonna go with Spurs. That's why I had Spurs as well. Ty, I really need that. <laughs> need that. Need that one. Just because someone's team couldn't figure it out this weekend. Spurs. John. Spurs. <laughs> uh, Liverpool hosting Leeds. Um, I have Liverpool. Please, nobody, voodoo jinx me. Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool as well. The Purr, the pool. I don't know why I said it the, like that. I'm sorry. For the Purr. The He's a pood. He's a Arsenal hosting Even Wolves. Pood. <laughs> it seems like we just played this fucking game. Um, and I think we did. We did. But we're doing it again this time. Run at it back. Arsenal. Run it back. Switch the field. Run it back. Um, I could not pick between these two fucking teams. So I have a draw. I'd be stoked about a draw, but I'm taking Arsenal. I I think I took Wolves, right? Yes, you did. To quote, I, if you're gonna, if you're gonna leave money on the table, Dylan, I'm gonna pick it up for you. There you go. To quote, wait till best to bets. Quote Ryan from the office and his illustrious career in the app game. Woof. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> love the office. Um. All right, now to the week. Uh, actually, I think it's, yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday games. Southampton hosting Norwich City. Um, I have Southampton. I kind of teetered, but I think they're in pretty good form right now. I, I was raised Catholic, so I'm going with the Saints. Gross. I know they're a buzzsaw, but I'm going with Southampton. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get Dylan you, is a... I'm going to get you a dictionary for your birthday. 
Uh, I'm marching with the Saints. Dylan is a co- contradiction always. Oh, um, and the Saints go marching in. Spurs going oh, to Leeds. Go marching in. Uh, I'm going Spurs. I'm I'm beating you to the punch. Go Spurs. Go. Spurs. Oh, and the Spurs. Yeah, I don't need to hear that ever fucking again. <laughs> Tim Duncan. Spurs. Tim Duncan. It's Tottenham lads. Manu Ginobili. Uh, Liverpool, Ars- Liverpool Arsenal will not be being played. Uh, so we go Newcastle to Brentford. I got Newcastle. Brentford, the worst team in the Prem right now. I do too. Yeah, I'm going to the castle. Make that four for four. Wow. Congratulations, <laughs> Brentford. You know what unanimous yeah. Newcastle means? They're going to lose <laughs> for sure now. Um, Brighton host Aston Villa. Uh, I have a draw. I I am putting my money on the uh, amazing legend that is Stevie G. Go ahead, Stevie G, go. Hopefully figures it out this time. I had a draw, but then I realized one of my bets that I'm about to say has Aston Villa in it, so I'm going to take Aston Villa. <laughs> Yikes. We're going to Pablo Picasso this. Draw. 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 <laughs> All right. <laughs> Crystal Palace hosting Burnley. Man, Crystal Palace could really fuck up some uh, relegation teams' days. Fodder. Yeah. Um, I have uh, Palace. I do, too. Um, it's it's closer than the experts think, but it's Palace. <laughs> okay. Agreed. It's so close, it's going to be a tie. <laughs> the pal- Look at that. The Palace is going to get burned down. Oh, oh my God. God. Stop. It's got... This guy's like a this guy's like a 40th century joke book right now. I had to, te- just, I, had to just, te- I had to teach a very very serious topic today, so I, I couldn't make any puns or jokes. So you're all dealing with the repercussions. Of that. <laughs> these are, just, these are all puns and jokes. Just just for I got that, zero just, jokes out while teaching today, so you get just, the brunt of it. Just for that, I got Watford doing the double over United. <laughs> I was going to say United hosting Watford, surely not. Surely, <laughs> surely can't. Surely, surely not. Six points. Surely Roy Hodgson can't lead him again. Even though he oh didn't do it the God. first time. Yeah. Um, I got United. Me too. Yeah. I mean, if what? this was Roy, if this is Roy Hodgson's first game for Watford, you'd be in a lot of shit, though. Yeah. I mean, what right? what else can you expect except a Man United win? <laughs> we need to end this soon. Are you? Yes. <laughs> please, please. West Ham hosting Wolves. I got Wolves. <laughs> I got Wolves as well. Oh, no. <laughs> Bubbles. All right. They will not wolves. be getting any ham at the table tonight for the Wolves. That was terrible. That one was bad. <laughs> All right. I think, I'm muting him. I think, I'm muting him. I, think he's, I think he's trying to force it now. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, now? You think now he's trying to force it? Uh, Everton ISO, host, ISO, ISO. <laughs> Everton host Manchester City. Surely not two losses in a row, right? Uh, stranger things have happened, uh, but no, sorry, Hank. I think you're gonna hold another L. So Man City. Yeah, I got I got City as well. I'm taking City, but I would not want to go up against a team with their back against the wall. Just saying. <laughs> I feel like yes, City will win the war. But if anyone wants to battle Richarlison, they're not going to win that. And Richarlison's the best fighter on the field, right? Him and Fernandinho. Brazilian jiu-jitsu match. That's the, that's the big one, right? Classic city. Going to beat Everton. 
All right, continue. Move on, move on, quick before he makes a pun. Go, 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 go. Uh, go, go, go. Chelsea <laughs> and Leicester. I, I got, I had Leicester at first. This game isn't being played, hence why it's in pink. What? Mine's not, in pink. mine's not in pink. Yeah, mine's not in pink. Oh, just mine. Sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, everything, well, it's folks. To, it's supposed to be in pink. Sorry. All right. Well, with that being said, let's give a quick rundown. Uh, I think win percentage. Nick still in first. I think we have the same number of games over 500. You don't want to do this? No, you have to say mine. All right, I'll, I'll, do, yours, I'll do yours with the, I'll do yours with the boost. Uh, Nick, you got 88 and 76. I am sitting at 128, 116. Michael still battling to get the 500, 118 and 126. Oh, the battle. Weren't you closer a little bit ago? Yeah, but I I lost some of the makeup games. So then it those I yeah I put them back. Like retroactively, yeah. So. Uh, and then Dylan, one thirty and one thirty-four. Oh, would you look at that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow you have twenty extra games than we do. I don't know. Anyway, You're still uh, under five hundred too, which is bananas. Well, yeah, Wolf's games. Yeah, I'm not buying yeah. that. I think Michael. I think our initial conversation about me not picking ties and Dylan not picking Wolves would impact him way more. I don't think so. I think that you can't – I don't know how many times I would have picked a tie, I guess. Hey, we're almost done. Let's not get into the weeds of this. Okay. I haven't even said my big surprise yet. Well, do you, do you want a downer before so you can bring us home with some uppers? What's that? Uh, Weston McKinney is out 8 to 12 weeks. Holy shit. That just came through. <sighs> we're not going to World Cup again. That's so not fun. It's tough. Breaking news. Michael won't uh, care, but what? Dylan will. <laughs> I'll care, but if Liverpool needed to win and somehow like Weston McKinney injury was affecting that, I would tell him to fuck off. Liverpool win. <laughs> I mean, hundred percent. God, God damn. Uh, all right, Dylan, bets of the week. What do you got for us? Do you have anything for us? I do. Um, Let's do this. So, I just think that they should not be underdogs after one poor game, and I'm gonna just take. The value here, Aston Villa plus 220 for the W. Um, we're going to take Watford and Crystal Palace, as I already said, as a draw for plus 215. So a lot of money out there. And then I would give you some corners, but I can't get any on the weekend right now. So we're then going to go with Wolves against Arsenal, tie no bet plus 320. Really like those odds, to be honest. Give yourself some cushion just in case it becomes what we think it's going to. Nick's betting it right now. I can see him. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't listening to a word you said. Uh huh. Oh, um, man. And Team then work. I know a lot of you guys don't keep tabs on this, so it's going to be news to you guys. But the MLS is back this weekend. Super excited about that. So uh, a quick little future Philadelphia Union to win the MLS plus 1,000. And they're going to win their opening uh, matchup home opener against Minnesota United at minus, minus 150 money line. Um, doop doop. Since the, since the MLS is back, uh, I answered the question I had in my head in my own head before it came out of my mouth. Never mind. I will be at the Columbus Crew opener. Oh, nice. Who do they play? I don't know, but I'll be there. This weekend. All right. 
Yep. Uh, as everyone knows, my fandom for NYCFC builds up during the regular season, and I strictly go to playoff <laughs> games. So, Fucking uh, pussy. So, whoa, dude. Jesus. Oh, you already uh, won your quota of championships, which probably means you won't win another one then this year. Right. I mean, yeah, we won four. So NYCFC won one. Uh, the uh, Australian City affiliated football team won. The Indian from India Australian football team won. Um, and then I think, like I said, we're going to do the trip. What else would it I have I haven't been? hit my quota. What? Never mind. Wrap this shit up. The, the Indian team from India? Anyway. Uh, Dylan, please tell a joke. Better than this. <laughs> Uh, you're not gonna like this one. Um, Get a sense of so, humor. two flies um, were playing soccer on a plate, and one says to the other, "You better pick up your game, Lukaku. We're playing in the cup tomorrow." Cheers. The NAFTA podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit.